Thank you for tuning into the Monarch Touch podcast. This is the place where we touch hearts and transform lives. My name is Kendra, and I will be your host. If you have been listening to my shows, then you already know that I have a young Catahoula American Bulldog. I call her Sadie Bear because of the way she looks as she moves her body. It reminds me of those great big grizzly bears. On one of our hot, humid early morning walks, Sadie was getting overheated. Mind you, we didn't get very far, but because of her breed, she really doesn't do well in the humidity. Somebody on our path had the sprinklers running, and so one of her favorite things to do on these hot walks is to go play in them. On this particular day, she was really enjoying herself, and every part of her being was expressing that joy. The sprinkler was going up in the air and coming back down like raindrops on her body, and she was looking up to catch the water in her wide open mouth. She had the biggest smile while she just wiggled and waggled her huge body, catching the drops in her mouth and all around her body. Sadie was soaked, and she was happy. I caught a guy driving by, looking at us, enjoying watching her. He, too, had a big smile on his face. And I wondered to myself if watching this dog fully enjoying herself in the water reminded him of his own childhood. Often by the time we are adults, we have learned to repress our emotions instead of fully expressing them because as children, we are told over and over to sit down, calm down, be quiet, stop running. But what would it feel like to be fully expressive and enjoy the moment now as adults? One of the qualities that I just love about dogs is just this. They are fully present in the moment. Human beings are the only living species that think about and dwell on good and evil. Our minds are absorbed with sorting this out. Think about every conflict you face. What is the problem? Every dilemma, every conflict, every struggle is a battle of how we perceive and judge right from wrong. Good versus evil, yes or no. We battle in our minds about what is the right thing to do in this situation. This is our curse from the very beginning of time. So how do we find our joy and get comfortable with expressing our strong emotions while living in a world where there is so much confusion around us about what is right and what is wrong? I definitely don't know all the answers and I'm always searching for ways to improve, but I want to share some thoughts with you that has helped me feel more alive and vibrant with life. These thoughts have also helped me to connect better with other people and build a healthy community around me where we can all laugh and share our open feelings even when we disagree on topics. This is a topic that has not always been easy for me, and like I said, I am a work in progress, but isn't growth what living is all about? So I have three thoughts that have been on my mind that I think would help you too so that you can live with more joy and with fuller self-expression. Number one, get out of the comfort of your box. Figure out where the limits are in your box and try stepping out for a little while. So what do I mean by that? I'll give you an example. I have spent 16 years working as a massage therapist. This has been how I have connected and helped people over and over again. I love my work and I feel very passionate about helping people with their overall wellness. When we shut down because of the coronavirus, I didn't know what to do with myself. 
I felt robbed of my joy. For me, this pandemic isolation helped me to see the walls in this box that I have created for myself. This was my moment to decide if I was going to fight within this box or learn to step out of it and into a new experience. This is what I'm talking about. How can you improve your life by getting out of your own way? We create these imaginary borders and act as though we are trapped inside. For me, I found my voice through these podcasts, which have become a new form of expressing myself so that I can still help improve other people's lives. Stepping out of the box is the willingness to look at life in different ways, going against what is normal for you or even from other people's expectations of you. Stepping out of the box is the willingness to not always be predictable. So many people get caught up in needing to be certain at all times. But when we learn to get comfortable with life in its uncertainty, we invite surprises and opportunity to enter into our life experiences. This is where we find spontaneity and adventures. Some of my favorite stories that I like to tell from my past experiences are the ones that started first with with me making the decision to do what was unexpected. And from that choice, the adventures that came about have become some of my most favorite moments. So what are some of your walls? What story have you been telling yourself that keeps you from experiencing more joy and vibrancy in your life? We make up boxes and keep ourselves and others in them as a way of trying to make life certain or secure. So once again, we can feel safe. So dare to look at your walls and be willing to step out of your own box that either you or your family has created. It takes heart and it takes courage. Number two. Start having self-respect. I'm going to share a vague but personal story so that I can make my point clear and yet respect people's privacy. I had an argument with my mom the other day and some of the things she said really hurt my feelings. I had to step away from the conversation so that I could process my emotions before I said something that I knew I would later regret. But while sitting with my feelings, I had to admit to myself where I was wrong in this relationship and also where I had to stand up for myself. Usually I'm giving in or biting my tongue in order to keep the peace. But I knew there were some behaviors that are not healthy that I had to stand up for myself and advocate on my own behalf of how I was feeling. By me going through this process, I realized how I had treated my own daughter in the same hurtful manner. So I confronted my baby girl and let her know how proud I was of her, that even though her stepping back for a season hurt my feelings, she had done it because she was respecting herself. This gave us the opportunity to both express our feelings in a way where we could both be heard and loved. It can be a scary place to be open and honest with people about our feelings because it makes us feel vulnerable, especially if we have been hurt before. But remember, that there are nice ways to express our feelings without needing to hurt or attack others in the process. There can be a fine line between respecting yourself and being disrespectful towards others. Which brings me to number three. Hold space for others to allow room for them to express their own feelings and thoughts without judgment. When we hold space for others and allow others to have room to be themselves, We are being kind to both them and ourselves. What do I mean by that? First, 
we decide our own character and how we want to treat others. Then we live in congruence with how we want to behave regardless of the circumstances. When we get stuck in our own story, we tend to make choices based off of our own egos and our pride instead of allowing people to have their own thinking, own dreaming, their own ways to create. Living in congruence with the character we believe ourselves to be means that regardless of how others talk or act, we are thoughtfully responding instead of emotionally reacting. We lie to ourselves when we say that we all have to think alike in order to get along. Ego and pride plays too large a part in our relationships when we can't get along with anyone who thinks or acts differently than ourselves. And I'll share kind of um, an embarrassing story with you. As I was trying to plan and write out this section for my podcast, my husband brought inside our house his motorcycle parts and was banging really loudly his metal hammer to a metal piece to his wheel. And as you can imagine, the noise just reverberated through, throughout the whole entire house. I went up to him to find out what the heck he was doing, and I started yelling at him, and I just said, this belongs in the garage. And I looked around the room, and it looked like he brought the whole entire garage into our home. And so I started flipping out on him, and he, of course, got mad back at me, and what did he do? He continued with his loud banging. I was so angry that I turned off my laptop and I went running to clear my head. On a side note, there is something about this repetitive motion of one foot in front of the other. It's like I am running away from my problems for a moment, but then realize that the problem is in my head. And so there is nothing left to do but confront the real issue head on. I couldn't outrun the fact that I am writing about holding space for people who think and act differently than us. And at the exact same time, I did the opposite and tried to take that space away from my husband. God is so good. His timing is incredibly perfect and nothing is wasted. So I asked him, what am I supposed to take away from this? What am I missing? It was right when I got home when it finally clicked in my head and in my heart. If we miss the opportunities that are given to us to hold space for other people, when we find ourselves at different odds, we will miss the chance to connect with them. Connecting with people who agree with you or act like you is easy and it says nothing about your character. But if you and I are able to connect with people while at the same time have different opinions, then that not only improves and builds our character, but also adds so much joy into our life when we connect with others. And there have been studies done where people have reported that dopamine increases in people when they have that connection. So there it is, my godly wisdom given to me right when I needed it most. In my humility and repentance, I was taught this very important lesson so that I could be able to share with you how important it is for us to get in the practice of holding space for each other. So holding space is not just about agreeing or disagreeing. It's about listening, being understanding, meeting people where they are and not forcing them to go where we want them to go. It is easy to blame others 
when you find it difficult to get along with other people. But ask yourself, am I holding space for this person to think and feel their own way? Nobody wants to be told how to think, what to do, how to act. If I'm truly honest with myself, I find that I like myself better when I pull back and open up the space for others to be themselves. And the only way I can think to do this is when I put away my ego and my pride and focus more on our relationship and how we are connecting with one another. I'm always amazed at how much I learn when I allow myself to be free to listen to what other people have to say without feeling the need to judge their thoughts. So holding space for others is being kind to others just as they are and not as you want them to be. What happens to me when I hold what happens to me when I hold space for others to have their own thoughts? I feel free to be me. I believe one of the reasons we can be so uptight is we create our stories and get upset when others don't agree with our story. For an example, my story can be that dogs are so wonderful and everybody should have one because they will make your life better in so many ways. If you were to share with me that you are feeling lonely and depressed and I try to convince you to go get a dog, even though you keep telling me that you dislike that idea because you really don't like dogs, and I keep trying to convince you, what's happening here in this imaginary scenario? One, my ego is getting in the way of listening to what you are telling me. That in itself, that in itself creates a disconnect between us because you are going to feel unheard. Two, I am stuck in my story that dogs are wonderful and therapeutic and so you disagreeing with me is hurting me, not because anybody is wrong, but because I am arguing against truth against instead of just being present in the truth. The truth would be that you don't like dogs, and so that is not what you need. My unhappiness is really coming from fighting against you instead of being loving towards you. How sad to live in so much battling in our spirits against people when we could be loving them instead. Brendan Burchard, a world-renowned high-achievement coach, has built his business on these three questions he believes we will all ask at the end of our life. Did we love? Did we fully live life? And did we feel like we mattered? When I practice getting out of my box, living with self-respect and holding space for others to be themselves, I am able to feel good about my own answers to those questions, and I hope that you do too. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you are in the Central Florida location and looking for a massage, you can visit my website at monarchtouch.com. Thank you for tuning in today, and if you like this show, please share it with a friend. Wherever you may be listening, please subscribe and give it a five star so that other people may be able to find the show and also receive support in their wellness. And if you are listening on Apple iTunes, would you leave a review that may encourage other listeners to tune in? If you have thoughts you would like to share, you can go to the Instagram or Facebook page, Monarch Touch, and leave your comments there. I appreciate you, and until next time, go out and make it a healthy day.